everyone. My name is Maria Thomas, and I work for Allianz Research, the global team of economists, strategists, sector advisors, and foresight experts of the Allianz Group, led by Ludovic Subron. Welcome to Tomorrow, a podcast where we'll be talking about our latest analyses of economic and capital market developments, as well as our views on trends affecting risk management. Let's get started. Advantages are running out and penalties looming for companies. In this episode, we speak to Maxime Lemerle, Lead Analyst for Insolvency Research, about the results of our latest Global Insolvency Report. Hello, Maxime. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, Maria. Inspired by the Rugby World Cup in Paris this month, you wrote in our latest Insolvency Report that advantages are running out and penalties looming for companies. Can you tell us why? Yes, Maria, of course, the short answer is that lower for longer growth and prolonged financing issues are increasing the pressure on the most fragile firms, intensifying sectoral fragilities and mechanically pushing up expectations in business insolvencies. On one hand, we have the economic activity, which is dramatically decelerating globally with a continued below trend growth in 2024-2025 in the US, in the Eurozone, and also in the emerging markets, including in China. And based on long-term sensitivities, I mean, economic growth would definitely need to double to stabilize insolvency figures on both sides of the Atlantic, and, and which will not occur before 2025. So this deceleration in, uh, in demand is likely to imply higher competition, which will translate into let's say, lower pricing power and ultimately decelerating and even dropping in some cases revenue growth. But at the same time, we also expect the uh, a persistent uh, elevated operating costs with uh, minimal relief from energy prices and also a prolonged recovery in labor costs. So to make it short, we expect a, a kind of a profitability squeeze. And this profitability squeeze is coming at a bad time, uh, really a bad one when financing is set to remain costlier and less avoidable. So higher for longer interest rates will erode debt uh, servicing capacities, while the limited availability of financing will put at risk uh, the most exposed sectors. So until now, I mean, for sure, excess cash has been helping, but this remains uh, highly concentrated among the largest firms and within specific sectors only, such as tech and consumer discretionary. So how is that playing out for business insolvencies so far in 2023? So, well, um, business insolvency are normalizing at a very high speed with most countries seeing a, a, a very sharp acceleration. So we have a, a surge uh, exceeding 30% in several countries uh, and mainly in major markets that are accounting for more than 40% of our global GDP. I think about the US and Canada in Americas. I think about France, Sweden, Netherlands in Europe, as well as Japan, Australia, Japan, and even Korea in Asia. So a lot of countries and a lot of major markets. So the few expectations are mostly in emerging markets, uh, namely China, Russia, uh, India, Turkey, and South Africa, as well as few countries in Asia and Central Europe. And those exceptions account for a noticeable share of our uh, global insolvency index uh, around 29% to be I mean, uh, precise. So overall, uh, most advanced markets are already set to end this year, 2023, with insolvencies back to pre-pandemic levels. And this uh, normalization in business insolvencies will be complete in most uh, countries of Western Europe, but also in Canada and in Asia when we look at uh, Japan and South Korea. And we will have two I mean, major exceptions, uh, the U.S., uh, and Germany, but both countries are definitely expected to to follow 
uh, next year, in 2024. And so tell us more about 2024. What's your outlook uh, for 2024 and beyond? Very simple. Next year, 2024, we expect a back-to-back acceleration in business insolvencies with a plus 10% increase uh, globally um, from the plus 6% rise expected this year. Um, we expect a large majority of countries, three or even four out of five, to be precise, to contribute to the upside trend. And uh, the US with a 22% rise, Italy plus 24% rise, and the Netherlands, Netherlands would be the one leading the recovery uh, next year. And overall, we would end the year with three out of five countries to reach pre-pandemic levels of business insolvencies. And this would include the US and Germany next year. And for next and for the year after in 2025, uh, we would see a limited improvement only with a, a minus 2% decline of our global insolvency index with a majority of uh, countries seeing a quasi stabilization or even a lower number of insolvencies. Uh, and with the largest decreases to be seen in the small economies of Western Europe, I think about Ireland and, and the Nordics, all of them alongside a few specific cases in, in Europe, I think about Hungary or in Spain, but also elsewhere. And I think about uh, South Korea, for instance. And my last question is, there have been some talk about reforms related to insolvency frameworks. Do you see that changing the outlook? And that's a good question, Maria. Thank you, because COVID-19 outbreak pushed many countries to introduce various adjustments in insolvency regimes, including moratoria, and that uh, in order to drastically contain the number of insolvencies. And most of these policies have were temporarily and have been uh, phased out, but discrepancies in most um, insolvency regimes persist, uh, with several countries lagging, for instance, in the availability of different types of insolvencies procedures that could help to better cover the diversity of situations in an easy and affordable way. Um, but yet, uh, as it stands, as of today, I mean, there are no advanced discussions uh, for any major strengthening uh, that could be implemented in the in the I mean short term in the coming two years with a noticeable impact in the total number of business insolvencies. Thank you very much. Thank you, Maria. Thank you so much for listening. You can find the full report we just spoke about on our website. We'll leave a link in the show notes. If you'd like to discover more of our research, you can also follow the Ludonomics newsletter on LinkedIn. We'll leave a link down below for that too. If you like the podcast, please send it to any of your friends who might like it too, and leave us a rating and a review. We'd love to hear your feedback. In the meantime, stay tuned for the next episode.